Good morning, everybody, and welcome to a special bonus episode of God Have Heart, Have Heart Wrestling, featuring yours truly, Jamal Honus. And we are certainly on the road to WrestleMania here. What an amazing World Rumble we had. A very historic Rumble. We have Bianca Miller winning the Women's World Rumble matchup, and yours truly, the Radar Superstar Edge, winning the Men's World Rumble match from the number one position. It's crazy to think that, like, we are on the road to WrestleMania. WrestleMania is less than six, about 60. Two days away, I believe now, and we're just getting started here. Usually on the road to WrestleMania, we get some kinks and swerves thrown at us, and one of those swerves we'll talk about here is the the Elimination Chamber pay per view event that's going to be featured on W Network. And you know, as this broke out a few weeks ago, that that W Network will now be moving to the Peacock streaming network by NBC Universal, and they Network will be moved to there starting March 18th, and yeah, so this year will be the last study pay event hosted on the network in the U.S. of A. It's going to be pretty surreal how this is all going down, you know? But enough about that. We're going to talk about the Illumination Chamber pay-per-view event that we saw two years ago on February 17, 2019 from the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. Pretty amazing to say the least here. We got a lot, we got a lot, of, matches, a lot of great matches here. And going to this event, Daniel Bryan was going to defend his WWE Championship before us made it here. And we was going to get the first ever crowning of the inaugural WWE Women's Tag Team Champions in the first ever six-team Women's Championship matchup here. And, you know, it's going to be pretty crazy. It's going to be pretty surreal. On the pre-show, you know, kickoff show, we had Blade Ruffy successfully defend his Kugel Championship against Akira Tozawa. And he did manage to beat him in 13 minutes and 25 seconds here. You got to admit, you know, Buddy Murphy, I think he was on top of the Cruiserweight world here. High school champion. He was very dominant. If you guys remember, you know, Neville, who used to be in WWE, now I know that's Pac in AEW. You got to admit, it's, I got to say, comparison with Buddy Murphy's Cruiserweight championship run is not as dominant, you know, as um, Neville's Cruiserweight title run some four years ago. So... It's pretty amazing here. Well, Buddy Murphy's taking the school of championship and elevated so much and proceeds to new heights being a school of champion. So, you know what I mean? Buddy Murphy is, really is WWE's best kept secret for a reason. So, this this event just proved that here tonight how dominant he was as the WWE Cruiserweight champion at the time. But, yeah, you know, walk out of Houston, Texas, still a Cruiserweight champion. All right, we kick off the pay-per-view event here with the first ever Women's six-team nation chamber matchup here for the new, barely new, WWE Women's Tag Team Champion. The first time ever this happened, we're going to crown the inaugural WWE Women's Tag Team Champions here. We have all these teams locked up here. We have the Riot Squad, Luke Morgan, and Sarah Logan. We have the Iconics, Billy Kay, and Peyton Royce, Tamina, and Nia Jax, Naomi and Carmella all locked in the chambers here. And to kick off the match, we have you know, Fine Desire. Manuel and Sonya Deville go against the hug, the Boston Hug Connection of Bailey and Sasha Banks here. This is a pretty surreal. You guys saw a lot of the Moses match up here. You know, first up you have the you know Liv Morgan and um, Liv Morgan Sarah Logan, you know, coming out here and being on both the Fire Desire and Boston Hug Connection here. So it's pretty surreal. And you had Naomi Carmella coming out here. They try to like even things up. We have the iconics next, and you know, much of the chagrin we saw, you know, 
a lot of foreign ball tag teams working together this matchup here. And it's pretty crazy because the Iconics, you know, they would get rid of, um, well, we're pretty much like the Austin Tide match was pretty surreal, you know. And then you have freaking D and Nijak Tamina cut out the last team. And we saw one point where Nijak was going to try to bum rush, I think, either Sarah Logan or Liv Morgan through one of the pods. And she would have, she would end up going right through the pods here. And it's pretty crazy. To think that, like, you know, Nia Jax is a big woman. She really is. But she's also very dominating. That's the scary part about her, about going to the ring with her. You're going you're gonna to be hurt while going in there. Well, Nia Jax ended up hurting herself this matchup here. Tamina misses a splash off the top rope, and everybody just eliminates Nia nice Jax Tamina. It's pretty surreal. Yeah, Carlos eliminated Sarah Logan and Luke Morgan eliminated here. You know, and, of course, you know, it sucks that, like, um, Carmella and Naomi were the first ones to be eliminated in this matchup here, but, you know, it's a, I don't know. But I, well, I saw this tag team of Naomi and Carmella. I'm thinking, okay, this would be cool. Kind of worked out. And it never, never did. They were the first eliminated in this matchup here, and they were, weren't really teamed up again after that. So this is kind of like, you know, okay, we'll see if this works and end up didn't. So but it'll be like one of those short, very, very short term tag teams of any division here, specifically the women's division. So. Yeah, it's probably came down to the boss out connection and Friday Desire. The first two teams to start this matchup were the last two teams to finish this matchup here. And it's pretty crazy how this whole thing went down here. We even saw one point where, you know, um, where Friday Desire's, you know, um, Mandy Rose hit the brain, well, I don't know, let's see. I guess face buster, I guess you call it like that, on Bailey for the women. It's Bailey case out here. And it's pretty surreal. Sasha Banks making Sonya Deville tap out with an uh, inverted, like, bank statement with the shoe. And they would win the smack, the enough smack, and WWE would attack the champions. Sorry, I must have a lot, guys. <laughs> Been a long morning, but bear with me here. But yeah, they would win the inaugural WWE would attack champions the first, first time ever. It's pretty crazy here. And you really gotta think, like, when it comes to big match situations, what a woman's vision. If you're gonna have either Bailey and Sasha in this matchup, most likely, I'll probably about 85% of the time, these two are gonna win. Or one or the other. Either way, they really are the forefront of the women's vision. And they proved that here in Toyota, in the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas, by becoming the first ever WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. It's pretty surreal. Everyone here. This match should go on for 33 minutes, exactly. So. You know, it's really amazing here. All right, next up here, we will see Jimmy and JD Uso challenge the Miz and Shane McMahon for the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. This is pretty crazy because, in a way, you think that like out of most tag teams, you got the Usos here, and of course, Usos were not tag champions. They were six-time tag champions by the time. Time with both legendary tactics like Edge Christian, the Dudley, the Hardys, and so forth. So, when you get the Miz and Shane Man in the ring, coming off down Dudley's crown jewel as the best in the world, even coming off the Survivor Series, we need to try to work together. You're thinking, hmm, what is Dudley trying to do here? What what is Shane McMahon trying to do with the Miz? You know, uh, this is his idea, but the, strangely, on Miz TV. Miz coming up being a strong heel, coming up as rivalry with Dana Bryan here. And it's like Miz, you know, trying to form a tag team with 
Shane McMahon and it's to become babyface here. Shane McMahon says, yeah, let's try it out. Okay, so he goes into a room against the bar, Shane McMahon says, Cesaro. And then Shane McMahon with that shooting star press ends up beating the bar. And surprisingly, the Miz and Shane McMahon are the new SmackDown Tag Champions. Who would ever thought this match? Because I never thought it. Why first he's I'm like, this is not going to work out. Miz is going to turn the blind eye. Well, he didn't, you know? For the couple weeks, they two won the tag champions from the bar at the Royal Rumble 2019. This is pretty crazy. So we're going to SmackDown a couple weeks later, and we see the Usos there on Miz and McMiz TV, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I think that whole name was kind of stupid, to be honest. But nonetheless, you know, we get a chance for Usos. Miz and Shane Man accepts it for the cement chamber here. So Miz comes out first. He brings back his wife, Maurice, out there to greet the crowd. With a big announcement announcing that they are in their second pregnancy. They're going to have a second baby. Which is really cool, cool news, you know, because everybody loves Monroe. You know, who doesn't love Monroe? You know, so it's pretty it's pretty cool here. It really is. Now comes Shane Man next up here, and then the Usos. Pretty back and forth match up here. We see Shane Man doing the coast to coast to one Uso, tries to do it to the other. Nope, ends up getting super kicked. Shane Man gets Jimmy Uso outside the ring onto the announce table. Shane Man. Flies off the top of that turnbuckle, signature vintage Shane McMahon off the top turnbuckle onto Jimmy Uso through the announce table here. They get back in the ring with Jay Uso and the Miz. And, you know, you think Miz is countering. Wow. Freaking Jay Uso got the 1 2 3 on the Miz by countering that pin to the crucifix. And, wow, just like that, Uso's out of the new tag chance for the seventh time, man. You gotta really feel bad because I think. They want to chance for about maybe a cup of coffee, three weeks. Like, it's pretty surreal. Miz obviously feel bad about it. You know, this match would last 14 minutes and 10 seconds. So, it's just pretty sad, you know, that this dream pairing would come to an end here so quickly, you know. Up next, we got Finn Balor challenging Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush in a two-on-one handicap match for the WWE Intercontinental Champion. You got to admit. Bobby Lashley's a dominant kind of champion. I mean, it's pretty crazy. You know, he's been a dominant champion. With this, you know, hype man, mouthpiece, whatever you want to call him, Leo Rush, they're backing up every single way. That'd be awesome, though. Bobby Lashley in the pair with Leo Rush. This is going to really make Bobby Lashley a big deal on Monday Night Raw. And, of course, you got the Sabian superhero. I don't know. It'd be, this this from about, not the one from about now, the Prince from about the NXT. But you got to admit, this one. This from out here that I'll be thrashing was kind of like the modern day superhero of sorts, you know? So, let's just call him that. You know, Finn Balor here, you know, coming off of that loss to Brock Lesnar for the Universal title at the World Rumble, which he did pick up a hell of a fight. No doubt about it. You know, I would have loved to see Finn Balor the Universal Champion again, but Brock Lesnar is too dominant, you know? So, challenges Lashley here at the fan event with Leo Rush in this handicap match here. And let's just say, you know, Bob Lashley's pretty dominated. With the help of Leo Rush, he is still, you know, it's pretty crazy. It really is. But thanks to Finn Balor coming out here, he would defeat Bob Lashley and Leo Rush to become the new Nintendo champion in 9 minutes and 30 seconds. You know, it's, there are some handicap matches where you got that single person defeating two or three sometimes other guys by himself to win champion. This is a miscommunication by Leo, Rush, Leo Rush's part that cost Bob Lashley the championship. Like, we all kind of predicted that would happen as a certain spoiler, you know? But, yeah, Familiar's your new champion. So, it's pretty crazy here. 
really is. All right, next up, we got Ronda Rousey defending the Roman Championship against Ruby Riot here. And before you had the match here, we had Sean Quick come out to join us for this match on ringside. And we all saw history about the before men at Raw six days ago earlier that Beckman was suspended by Mr. Man by 60 days, takes her out the main event of WrestleMania, and pits SmackDown Charlotte Flair into main event of WrestleMania to face Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Champion. Personally, I thought it was kind of fucked up because Beckman really didn't do nothing. You know, she is the man. She's proven that. She did win the Warren Rumble matchup in January of 2019. So, if anything, Beckman is deserving of getting into WrestleMania to fight for the championship. You know, Evidently, Beckman's got her knee injured, and it kind of sucks. You know, her coming out of crunches, so, yeah. It's very crazy, because they saw the footage from the night before, I think, Ohio, a live event where Charlotte was facing Oscar, and Beckman just comes out and fights down Charlotte with a candlestick. Charlotte comes back and beats her down, takes out her knee, injures her even more to the point where Beckman has to do crunches now, so it's pretty surreal. All right, up next, we got Ruby Wright coming out here next. And then Ronda Rousey supporting uh, some kind of tire from Tomb Raider video game voiceover. So it's pretty cool. You know, to see her this side. And Ronda Rousey's dominance would get her to win via submission at Armbar in a minute and 40 seconds. Only one of the shortest Marvel Champion matches ever. So, you know. Now, if comes to the ring here, we see Beckham come out from the crowd into the ring here and looks at both of them, Charlotte and Rousey, and manages to first beat up Charlotte with the foot for crutch, then, you know, lets, you know, Ronda Rousey had the rest of her, and then, I really attack Ronda Rousey with her crutch as well, back and forth, she goes up to Charlotte and Rousey, and Charlotte and Ronda, back and forth here, and it's pretty crazy, you have to have security, referees, officials come out and try to escort you know, Beckman's out of the arena here because she is still technically suspended by the, the chairman, Mr. McMahon, from this past Monday night Raw. But, damn, pretty surreal here. Beckman will not stop until she gets what is hers. What she's deserving. And that is the title shot with Samina for the Raw Championship belt. Wow. <clears throat> All right, next up we have Baron Corbin fighting, the, fighting Braun Strowman in a no qualification matchup here. I think we're pretty much going to see that Braun Strowman is going to dominate this matchup, considering these two rivalries from way back in November. So, the twins are real. It really is. So, we get the matchup here. And, you know, we start off here, this matchup, and it's pretty, it's pretty surreal. I mean, you got to think about all these possibility scenarios here. We had, like, Kendall Six broken, and then we had, let's see, Baron Cole trying to throw a freaking. And rolling chair, Trump Trump caught it like it was nothing here. And we see tables still steers the matchup to the point where Braun Strowman was getting the victory. Out comes McIntyre with a steel chair. Bobby Lashley from behind with against Strowman with a steel chair. Both beating them down here. Strowman tries to come back and Baron Corbin just toss him down here. We got Drew McIntyre delivering the Claymore to Braun Strowman. We see that both these large members, you know, of a guys bring these tables into the ring here. Stack them on top of each other, get the still stairs next to it. And this is where I thought this was a rip of the shield right here. So Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. These two was these three superstars, Corbin, McIntyre, and Lashley, picks up Strowman for the Shield signature power bomb. Two Bro Strowman through two tables. And Baron Corbin just copies 
get our pen. One, two, three. It's Sam Baby at this event that Bear Corbin defeated Braun Strowman, no DQ, thanks to McIntyre and Lashley. This is pretty surreal. This is really crazy. And there's a lot of cases and matches that need to be brought up before fair, so yeah. But Barry Corbin gets the victory in 10 minutes and 50 seconds here, so it's just like okay, I think this is like the last match between these two guys, so yeah, pretty, pretty crazy. Alright, we got the WWE Championship Chain match coming up next here with Dan Bryan defends against AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Rinnell, Small Joe. Supposedly Mustafa Ali was supposed to match up here got injured two weeks ago. So the next best thing will to be the replacement of probably the most tenacious superstar ever on the roster, Mr. Kofi Kingston of the New Day. This is gonna be a great match, it is. Kofi Kingston comes out first here. And then you got Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton and AJ Styles here. So we know that Smojo and Dan will start to match up here. Before you know, Dan comes out, he starts talking about he is a playing champion. Lucky referees are there to score Eric Rowan, who was Dan Bryan's bodyguard at the time. That's going to the back here. So thank God we have no interference. You know, I highly doubt that Eric Rowan could interfere since there's no way to get inside the chamber. So, but, you know, it's still, still a good strategy on part of the WWE to get him out from ringside. Alright, so Dan Bryan Small just talked about the match here. Then next, outcome Jeff Hardy next here. Then AJ Styles. And then Randy Orton here. And then Kobe Kingston. So you got all sorts of these guys battling it out for the WWE Championship here. We saw some pretty cool relationships. Small Joe gets related here. We see Randy Orton counter AJ Styles went out for him to the RKO here. We see Jeff Hardy. Coming out swan time bombs. Well, I just was planted on the top turnbuckle, and it's pretty crazy. But all that comes out, and then you see Roman Paradise to Randy Orton. Randy Orton gets eliminated. So now we're down to Kofi Kingston and Daniel Ryan. You're thinking to yourself, either as a fan watching from the arena in Houston, Texas, or a fan watching from the Daily Network in the comfort of your home, is Kofi Kingston going to do the impossible? Is he become the WWE champion after 11 long, hard-fought years? It's, it's just Kofi's time. Mind you, this past this past two minutes match that Kofi Kingston fought for an hour in a gauntlet match to eliminate four of the superstars in the matchup here before losing to AJ Styles. But damn, Kofi Kingston tried his best. He kicked out of the running knee. He got out of the yes lock. Even had thrown paradise, that didn't work either. He came back on top and got the running knee again by Dan Ryan. Unfortunately, one, two, three. Dan Ryan is still your eco-friendly WWE champion. Take nothing away from Kofi Kingston. This is probably one of the most impressive performances I've ever seen out of Kofi Kingston in his entire career. Look back and watch the end of this matchup. You're going to see how hard fought Kofi Kingston was against Daniel Bryan's matchup to try to become the WWE champion. It's pretty sure. It just wasn't enough. It just wasn't enough on his best night. Daniel Bryan still got the best win. And we see, you know, the New Day, Xavier Woods and Biggie coming out to the Comfort Kofi's matchup. We see a round of applause, Daniel Ovation from the crowd there in Houston saying thank you, Kofi. You know, this is pretty surreal. I, I, you know, myself as a fan really wanted Kofi to go to the champion. I really did. And I even thought several times, several times match that he was going to become the champion. Like, I think it really could have happened. It really could have. Like, I was a big Kofi New Day fan. So, fuck, you know? And yeah, it really does. Oh, what a chain match that was. I gotta give overall could be about three point five out of five stars. 
really amazing to match appearance. So, yeah, pretty crazy to think. You know, everything that's happened. Kofi almost coming champion, and it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. It really is. Well, I want to know you what you guys think of the event, and we, you know, we saw three new champions here. So, this is never title changes, believe it or not. And don't forget, WWE News Champion will be live Sunday, 8, February 21st on Day Network Hill. No matches have been announced yet, but hopefully soon enough. And don't forget, we also have another exclusive event. The next takeover of NXT, NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day, will happen on Valentine's Day, February 14th, Sunday, February 14th, 7 p.m., 4 Pacific on the WWE Network. Catch that event there. And hope you guys enjoyed this review about the News Chamber 2019 event. I will see you guys, hear from you guys. And very much soon. I'll be in the most episode soon enough. You guys have a good day. Enjoy your day. Be safe out there.